Hi everybody, this is Jennifer Sweet, and today we are going to continue our journey through the tarot. And we're on number three, or the Empress, so get your tarot deck, pull the Empress card out, and look at it. We call that co contemplating the card. Look at the imagery, and just take a look at the card for a minute as I speak, and notice all the wonderful pictures. And that's what tarot is about. You're contemplating the images and you're considering the Kabbalistic correspondences. What the heck does that mean? Okay, you're looking at the tree of life, right? And Donald M. Craig talks about this in his book, 12 Lessons in the High Magical Arts in a book called Modern Magic. And I highly recommend that you get this. Aleister Crowley's stuff is excellent, but it's, it's kind of deeper learning. You know what I mean? So let's start at the basics. I've been through um, Modern Magic several times. I've taken years to study it and to go through the course and everything like he said. I'm initiated all this stuff. So, you know, I have experience and I, you know, I'm not an authority. There are no authorities in magic. It's simply, I'm going to give you some information so that you could be the best you that you could be and that you could use the tarot to change your life and to become magical because that's what it's all about. So we're going to contemplate the card. Now what exactly does that mean? Now we talked about the fool and the imagery there and about the zero. That's where it begins and it goes all the way down to the world card number 21. There's 22 major arcana cards all together and what we're looking at is the major arcana which is going to be on the tree of life. And there are different paths in between each one of the lights or emanations. Imagine like Christmas tree lights, right? You have a light 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, and 10. Those are your Christmas tree bulbs or your lights, right? And then in between all the bulbs are wires, right? Which all the electricity goes through and lights up the bulbs. Well, those would be the paths. The paths are what connect the, the lights. They are what connect the tarot cards together. And a path is going to let you know where you are, where you've been, and where you're going. And later on, when you're doing path working and that kind of stuff, you know, you're going to get into, well, I want to go here. So therefore, I have to take these paths, right? And I have to contemplate these cards. And I have to take the paths of these cards in order to get there and as well as get back, by the way. But we'll talk about path working some other time. That's a little advanced for now. But let's talk about the Empress card, okay? Oh, yeah, we here have a queen here, the M Mother Nature, really. And she's sitting so confidently and peacefully. She's sitting on this uh, couch of wise and knowledgeable pillows with fire and power. And she has the symbol of Venus um, all over the card. And you're going to see that symbol of Venus everywhere. And it's so important to notice this as you look at the card. Because the Venus card, um, or the planet Venus, one of the seven spheres, is so, so, so important um, when, when you get into the sevenths, when you get into the planets and align to the planets and that kind of stuff. Um, it's going to be very important to you. So... Um, it's the Earth element, um, and um, the planet, of course, as I said, was Venus. So you're going to um, see in the card these major things. So 
we'll get into the planets and we'll get into the other things later but venus of course aphrodite she is what uh symbolizes the day friday by the way that's her day aphrodite's day or venus's day is friday didn't know if you knew that or not each one of the days of the week corresponds to a planet and a sign and this is the empress and she is um you see in the heart there see the sign venus and then look at the pillow there's a yellow and black pillow behind the orange round one and then there's that big fluffy orange pillow and you're going to see the sign of venus on there and she is the essence of um of femininity the essence of um of, of rulership you know she has that that um staff in her hand with the globe she's in control she's sitting there confidently in the midst of nature there's running water there's trees there is wheat which symbolizes a harvest pomegranates um this empress is about growth this empress is about empress is about stability this empress uh see the stars above her head those are for the year and she's in control of the year she's in control of the cycles she's victorious she has a wreath on and there she sits in that robe with the pomegranates which means she's very fruitful very spiritual very um uh you know down to earth mother nature earth um and that's the element of the card so when you see the empress card that's number three or as i like to put it and alistair crowley puts it as well there's really three bars okay that's the roman numerals that they use at the three slashes you know um one next to another two on the outside one in the middle and as i had mentioned before you start off with the fool card which is the circle then you go to the magus number 12 um in the pads i mean and in that card you're going to see the one and that slash the single slash now you put the single slash on top of the zero remember on top of the circle and we create the sacred egg and in this walk you are discovering yourself and birth is taking place right and mother nature is that instinctive spiritual subconscious part of us which is being birthed right and you are the fool you're the magician and now the stability of the empress number 14 or path 14 the magician was path number 12 the fool was path number 11 and the empress on the tree of life uh, she sits confidently between bana which is understanding or where the queens um, of the tarot deck are and hokma which is wisdom or the kings okay so she sits between two and three and it's a very stable position to be and it completes what we call the celestial triangle the first triad the golden triad and it's the astral the above it's the um it's that world the celestial world that's above but we we have to start our journey of, of the magical um above and as we saw in the magician card you know as above so below and that's critical as within so without it's it's so important these things and as you experience your spiritual growth and you go from the fool to the magus now you're going to go to the empress you're going to see that you're going to get more and more mature there's going to be more and more of a harvest there's going to be more and more results as symbolized in the weed at the bottom of the card 
there's going to be the forest, you know, which is lush. It has deciduous as well as conifer, uh, conifer trees in the back. There's water flowing, which speaks about the spiritual. And, um, you know, there's just everything that is necessary for growth and stability, wisdom. And not only that, but there's a natural process of magic which takes place. And Mother Nature, um, or uh, Venus, is the one whom is going to cause this growth to happen. It's going to bring about balance between wisdom and understanding, between the king and the queen. And it's going to give you that balance where you're not just... How do I say it? Like, I don't want to offend anybody, but like in Christianity, you know, they talked about just the father and the son, right? That's unbalanced. What about the women? What about us? So, you know, it, we have to change our thinking. And sometimes if you're in a religion before, it's going to be hard to get into this mode of thinking of the magical. But if you get to that place of the fool, zero, the circle, there's nothing in the circle. The circle's empty. That's where you begin your journey, is that place of nothing, that place of, of blank, that place of of just, you're the cell. You know what I mean? And there's nothing in there yet. And then all of a sudden, that division of the egg, the, the yoni and the phallus, they're going to come together. You know, the yin and the yang, and the phallus is the male representation, and the, the uh, circle is the yoni, which is the female. In Eastern ways and Western uh, esoteric thought, um, they all agree pretty much um, that, you know, we have this birth process that takes place. Now, no offense to anybody, we're not talking about genders necessarily, although genders are used as an indicator. They are used for teaching methods, if you will. So don't get all bent out of shape about that. It's no big deal. But we have to also realize that the tarot deck does use that. Uh, Hermes talks about that, the poles, and talks about gender, and talks about vibration, and talks about positivity and negativity. It talks about the pendulum swing. It talks about all these different things, right? Which are principles, laws. And we can't change the laws of the universe. You know, there are planets and spheres which both represent, um, if you will, quote unquote, male and female. And um, it's just a side, you know what I mean? Left, right, up, down, whatever. It's just a side. It's to differentiate one thing from another. And that's, that's really the focus. So here's the Empress standing between that division. And, but yet there's a division and a unity all at the same time. And we call that the, uh, the unity or the communion of the diverse. You know, you, you have two things that are together, that diversity, that unity. You want that unity, not the division, like we have in some religions that tell you that only men matter. No, that's off balance. You know, Mars is not the only one who matters. You know what I mean? Mercury is not the only one that matters. There's also Selena, there's Luna, the moon, there is Aphrodite, um, which is Venus. You know what I mean? It's not all about Zeus. It's not all about Jupiter. It's not all about all these things. It's about a balance. And the sun, by the way, the symbol for the sun is a circle. And in the circle, you start off there. That's the elemental person. You discover that there's something more about you. And you start at that place of nothing. You start about that place as the fool. And you're, it's a zero. It's a circle. 
and that's one of the states of consciousness that's uh, there's a circle there's a square and the triangle or the cube the pyramid and the um, cylinder and anyway those will come into play later but you start with the circle and then you put a little dot in the middle why because that's that point that's that place where you discover deep within you that there's something haven't you always known that there's something deep inside of you, that there's this magical part of you that just desires to get out, that desires to grow, that desires? It's like a seed planted in a round little pot of soil, and it's just there in the middle. And the sun, Helios, is a circle with a dot in it. And that's our first place of consciousness. We, we realize who we are. We become the fool. Then we take the four elemental um, cardinal directions and the elements which are water fire earth and air and we take those coupled with the Aleph or the logos the spirit which Donald Craig and I I also agree with him in his book that you know there's four magical elements primarily but then there's a fifth one and I think that's the logos you know that's that inspiration that kind of lets you know something's there and then that is what the force, that is the above, that is the, the god, the goddess, that's uh, the universe. You may call that many things because they're undescribable. They just are. I can use all kinds of words, but they're going to fail me and they're going to fail you. There's no way to explain Keter and above Keter. There's just no way to do it um, because they're so magnificent. So here we have a chance at magnificence. We have a chance... Of, of, of understanding the deical side of our life. We understand the godly parts of our life, that mystical, that spiritual, that magical part of our life, which we know is there. And it, co it comes with a balance. It's not just male. It's male and female. It's man and woman. It's, it's this side, that side. You, and they're both equal. Equal. Two and two. Three and three. Right? They're just equal. One and one. There's no greater or less than, especially in magic. And unlike other religion, or religion, I don't like to call this a religion. This is a way of life. Magic is who you are, and, and magic is not what you do. It's who you are. It's becoming you. Aleister Crowley and others would say it's your thelema. That's a Greek word for your will, your intentions. I intend to grow. I intend to discover myself. I intend to go from silver to gold. I intend to take the alchemical, you know, the, the uh, magical chemistry of ourselves, and I'm going to take that, and I'm going to progress and become Mercury. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to become that magnum opus. I'm going to become that great work. I am going to invest my life. 31415, I am going to invest my life in me. And God wants me to. You know what I mean? So many people, you know, have you ever noticed in religion, like, it's not about the fool and the magus and the empress. It's not about the lovers or emperor or chariot or hierophant or growing or any of that. It's about, only about doing the religion. It's about, you know, are you a good Christian or are you a good Mormon or, or whatever the heck it is. Are you a good Buddhist or, or whatever? And not necessarily they, that they do this. I'm just throwing that out there. Whatever your religion, put the name in there. They want you to become like them. They want you, there's like this tyrannical almost, 
authority thing and you left that you you said look i'm not going to be controlled and manipulated by this religion i am out of here i am me i am an individual and i am myself and i'm going to be me right okay so the tarot is going to show you how to be you that's really what it is you start with the fool you go to the magnus and now you are the empress path number 14 so what are the paths well, they're Kabbalistic correspondences on the Tree of Life. I've already explained this. Go to Donald Craig's website to um, his book, and you're going to see the Tree of Life mapped out, and you're going to see these paths. Paths are the walkways, right? It's how you can judge, how you can estimate, how you can uh, figure out where you are in your life. Isn't that cool? Like, you know, in other religions, weren't you always wondering who the hell you were? Like, where am I going? What am I doing? Uh, you know, I'm here every week. I'm doing this song. I'm hearing this preacher. Da, da, da. And it's always, you know, you know what I mean? And like, you're not growing. You're stagnant. You feel like water, pond water that's been sitting. And there's no fresh water. Well, the empress, notice how there's water in the card on the right-hand side. The Empress in this magical life is about fertility. It's about growth. It's about fruit. It's about harvest. It's about this wonderful reaping of benefits that you are going to gain from living the magical life. By uh, Like the magician, you're employing all the four elements of the water, the fire, the wind, and the, uh, the earth. And you're taking those coupled with the Aleph, which is the um, uh, Logos, and you're taking that inspiration, and you're using your will, and you're telling your conscious, I want you to talk with my subconscious part. Again, think of the egg, this side, that side. There's a conscious part of you, there's a subconscious part of you. There's that physical part, there's that mystical part. And the, the Empress is saying, you brought these parts, elementary anyway, these initial uh, baby steps, you brought these together. You're sitting as the Empress, and you're strong, you're wise, you're ruling the cycle. And in the power of Venus, you are standing, you're sitting, excuse me, strong. You're not just standing, you're sitting comfortably. You're, you're on wisdom and understanding and knowledge. Your, your subconscious and your conscious are talking. You're in communication with that inner part of you. And not just the part, like, um, the subconscious isn't like when you're thinking in your head, you know, and you hear your own voice, you know what I mean? This is a voice which comes from above. And it will happen, trust me. If you start at the fool and say, look, my religion and all this past stuff, theology, all this stuff, doctrine I've learned, I'm going to throw it in the shit can and I'm just going to say, I'm going to start again. I'm a baby. I'm going to get born. I'm going to do this initial work and the tarot is going to get me there and help me through the paths and the tree of life. I'm going to know where I'm going and I'm going to know who I am, right? So here you are in the power of Venus. You're here in the power of a goddess. You are here in the power of God. You are here in the, in the equality, the, the diversity, but the union and the communion of the universe. All that power you are harnessing in the triad of Keter, 
Bana and Hokma, the one, three, and two, or the um, the above, queen and king, you're coming together and you're bringing that together with the empress and you're taking control. And what you're doing is is you're 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 dismissing others that have control of you, others who have manipulated you. Um, and unfortunately, I wish religion could be something that. I would say could be trusted, but I've been, you know, I've studied so many. I was a minister for 27 years, okay? All right? That's a long time. And I can tell you that that study and everything, it had its benefits. I'm not going to lie to you. I helped a lot of people. I did. But man, I just had to dump a lot of that stuff in the back. Why? Because it just confused me. It didn't cause any growth. It didn't do anything at all. Like it was just totally, not useless, but you know what I mean? Like it didn't get me any growth. It didn't get me anywhere. It just felt like year after year, cycle after cycle, I was just the same place. Well, magic, magical life and living is gonna get you to a place where you really grow. And you're going to love magic. I'm telling you, if you have not experienced magic, <laughs> it's not like on TV, you know, uh, I've moved pencils and stuff, but it, it's more than that. Uh, mental telepathy and other things is more than that. Um, it's more than just getting a Zen or a buzz spiritually, you know, sitting on a, on a floor mat somewhere with your legs crossed. This is, this is, even though that's got spiritual benefit, don't get me wrong. Sometimes people just get hung up like religion. Yoga just seems to be their religion. You know what I mean? There's more to standing on your head. Life is more than uh, the lotus position. <laughs> Even though it's essential for certain things in your body to be released and certain good stuff as far as the, the chi and as far as the chakras and stuff go, that's cool. That's Eastern mindset and thinking and that kind of stuff's great. But... Don't let yoga or anything else become your religion. Don't let magic become your religion. Why? Well, isn't it religion? No. Well, it talks about God, doesn't it? So isn't that religion? No. It's a way of life. It's who you are. It's discovering you. And you know, religion wants you to look somewhere else. They don't want you to look inside. They don't want you to discover yourself. Oh my, no. They want you to be like a clone or a copy or something of someone else. I'm suggesting that to be like the above, God, the universe, if you will, the goddess, it, it, it's a pathway, it's a journey, it's lights, it's rays of lights coming from above, coming to below, and it's you who are reflecting that light and becoming phosphorus and you're becoming a light, a star in this dark place. And that's what the tarot can help you do. The tarot can help you do that. And to sit as an empress, number three, to sit as an empress, you are now in that place of balance, okay? The Roman numeral three, you have a bar in the middle and two on the right and the left, one in the right, one on the left. And there's balance there's balance and you're going to see that in the justice card you're going to see that in the strength card you're going to see that there's balance there's choices but there's really good choices 
you know what I really like about magic? Maybe you agree with me. That it's not guilt. Like, nobody's telling me I'm bad. Like, I'm a, such a worm as I. No one's telling me that I'm condemned to hell, of which I'm not, and neither are you. They're, they're not talking about a God who doesn't like me. Or a God who who created me only to damn me. <laughs> I just never did understand that. And I heard this word graduate deep inside of me for so long. And I was like, what the hell does that mean? Graduate. There's a process of learning. There's a process of discovering who I am. So that I graduate from the university of higher self. I graduate from the university of me. And you say, oh, that's selfish, self-centered. That's not focusing. God tells us not to, you know, there goes the religion again. Shut that junk out of you. It's wrong. I'm telling you, it's not correct. You know that there's something magical and wonderful inside of you. And the Empress, Venus, is saying, Here I am, here I am. I'm wise, I'm fruitful. You know, pomegranates, do you want to see success in fruit? Do you want to see harvest in wheat? Do you want to see growth? Do you Like in a forest, there's steady growth over time. Do you want to have inspiration in the intuitional of the water? Do you want to have control of the cycles and wear a crown and a wreath? Do you want to hold that scepter in your hand to where you have control of you? your destiny, your walk, your way. My God, this has been the best journey that I've ever been on. And after studying, I mean, like, like a lot, guys. I mean, a lot. <laughs> you know, scholastically in college and, and Bible school and all this stuff. And then I've studied other religions in depth. And I've read thousands upon thousands of pages. I know Greek uh, extremely well. I know Hebrew well. I know, um, you know, Latin a little bit. Um, so anyway, all these things I've studied. And, you know, <laughs> I'm telling you that if you learn those things in the past, you said, oh, I just threw my life away being a Christian or I threw my life away with that doctrine or something. I know people who are former Jehovah Witnesses, Mormons, other things, um, and that they say to me, oh my God, now I understand. It wasn't what they said. It means this. And the light comes on. The, the emanations, the different lights on the tree of life light up. And you, you get that light from above. You're different. You're magical. You're powerful. You're in control. And you're doing what the universe wants you to do. You're doing the will of God, if you will. You're doing it. Don't you find it strange that here we are and we know something that's inside, but then there's religions that are telling us to, to reject that. Why? Become the fool, become the magus, then become an empress. Be solid in knowing the fact that you're magical and that your life can be magical. Well, that's all for now. And next time, we're going to look at some of the other cards. And we're going to try to go in order. You know, 14 is here, and the emperor is next, path number 15. The empress is number 14. And we're going to look at the emperor next. We're just going to kind of go in order, and then it'll be the hierophant, and then the chariot, and so forth. And I hope that in the description of this card, although some of the descriptions and the imagery I'm telling you is very elemental and basic, you could really, really, really 
have your intuition tell you so many things as you contemplate the card. Look at the images, that's what that means. And then not only look at the edge of the card, but look beyond the edge of the card. Donald M. Craig says all the time that when you contemplate the card, picture yourself in that card and imagine as if you're standing looking forward and then you look to the right or the left all around you and you see what's around the empress. What's to the right of the empress? What's in the left of the empress? You know, some of the court cards, or excuse me, the um, uh, major arcana cards, you're going to see the king and queen looking at each other if you put them side by side. They're looking at each other. <laughs> Stuff's like really cool, you know, and you're like, hey, wait a minute. That kind of balance, that goes with this or, oh my God, and your intuition's going to speak to you. You're going to have this intuitive, magical conscious speaking with your subconscious where intuition is born and your will is going to flower and become a pomegranate and a rose and that inner flame is going to just spark into a fury and it's going to be wonderful, magical, and powerful. So thanks for joining me about the study, a cursory overview of the Empress card in the Rider Waite tarot deck. So be you, be magical, and you do things by your intuition and by what you know is right. Because only you and only I know it's right for ourselves, right? <laughs> Not anybody else. So I love you. And until next time, this is Jennifer Sweet. Bye.